everybody and welcome! I would like to foremost apologize for the late start, but hey, even though we are starting late, thank you to Jordan uh, for giving us a heckin' sub. That's always awesome to see. I enjoy it. And all of this is happening on November 5th, 2019, and you are loved. It is a very important thing to remember, so we say it at the beginning of every single one of our streams. We do, of course, do these streams Monday, Tuesday, and Thursday at 5.30 p.m. Pacific Standard Time here at twitch.tv slash indoor adventures. This is the first time that you are joining us and you would like to hear more of that same message, consider going to youtube.com slash indoor adventures where we have all of our VODs readily available for you. Of course, if you aren't necessarily a youtube video kind of person, you're more audio-oriented, consider going to anywhere where podcasts are available. You will find us under the same moniker. Right now, uh, we also have a means of supporting the show via Patreon. So if you go to patreon.com slash indooradventures, you can gain access to our after show called Knights in the Courtyard, where we answer questions not only from the community, but also from each other. So if you have any questions for us during the show, either leave them in the Twitch chat and we will have people doing their best to look out for them, or directly join us via our Discord. Uh, and then you can post them in the questions for the courts chat and we will answer them at the end of the show. Uh, with that, uh, right now our merch link is down. So going to bit.ly slash adventure merch, I don't think takes you anywhere, but it might. So who knows? But that is it for my spiel. RJ, who are you playing tonight? Hey everybody, I'm RJ and I'm playing Bartholomew, the human ranger blood hunter. Hello everyone, I'm LB Hackamup and I'm playing Silmi Malrezka, the uh, wizard half-elf. And I am the indoor adventurer and tonight I shall be playing as Kefris Bellevue, the mongrel folk barbarian. And that just leaves me, your very spooky DM Wings, also known as Dine Keener. Let's get things started with the recap. Last time, Bartholomew prepared a ration of blood for the now vampiric Ismark, and arrangements were made to keep him contained while the group dealt with the werewolf den. Kefferson and Flint rendezvoused with Tereska at Lake Baratok to prepare the distraction, while Bartholomew, Silmi, and Irina followed Zuleika to the werewolf den. There, they had to undergo a ritual fight against Zuleika in order to claim the Tome of Strahd. Meanwhile, the distraction went south as Tereska unexpectedly vanished, culminating in Kefris and Flint having to face off against the pack and its leader, Kirill. At the last moment, the group was reunited and Bartholomew landed the finishing blow on Kirill. The pack joined him in a howl, acknowledging his strength. Then, during the events of last week's special Halloween crossover episode, the Mists of Barovia spirited our heroes away to parts unknown, the events of which they remember as though they were a vivid dream. However, there are small details that seem to suggest that it was more than a dream. There are bruises in the shape of ill material cords on Silmi's forearm. Kefris's plant-slaying axe is missing, and Bartholomew has a distinct memory of wielding a familiar blade against the devil herself. However, as we return to our heroes, the confounding fog of Barovia begins to thin, and the last keen of the werewolf's howls fills your ears as you find yourselves standing around Kirill's corpse outside of the den. All right. There's a lot of things that we can unpack. Mm -hmm. So I want to know if there's anything that you guys want to address, like, first and foremost. Unpack, you say? Does oh. Does Speedy have a memory of being in the sunny place? 
Yeah, I'd say so. He has several memories of being in a sunny place. Okay. Uh, yeah, Kefris was had joined the howl, uh, and once it dies down, he will motion with his staff and say, "All hail the new pack leader!" <laughs> and point, or with his spear, and he'll point towards Speedy. Like literally, everybody stops howling and then just stares at you. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> Like, who's this guy? (laughs) (laughs) So is like, checking herself and, like, looking. Is her dress all ripped, too? Uh, no, you actually mended your dress. Thank the God. Trust me, I I went back and checked. I was all like, should her dress be all ripped up for this? Nah, nah, she mended it. All right. Definitely checking myself. Making eye contact with my brother from across the way. Yep. Your boots are a little scuffed. God bless it. (laughs) I'm gonna trance over to my brother and like grab him by the collar and pull him off to the side. The werewolves begin to slink away from you um, and kind of file into the den. Uh, Meanwhile, uh, Tereska is kind of like trying to comfort this gaggle of children that appear to like have been uh, released from this wicker cage that they had been kept in. Bartholomew is going to approach his mom, slowly shifting back down into his human form. All right. Let the, let the twin, let, let the siblings have uh, a conversation. Kefris, <laughs> what just happened? We won. Won what? Points back towards the werewolf corpse. You don't have any memories of anything weird happening like a second ago. What? Like, no. What do you mean? Oh. Um well I had a very odd sensation feeling thing. Look at my arm. <laughs> Blessing of Ilmata upon you, sister. All right. Uh, Silmi's gonna check in her. Uh, Silmi's gonna check in her bag. Do I have uh the paper? That uh, the paper me? that Caleb handed you. Yes. Yeah. Um, you actually have to dig through your bag. Um, yeah. a little bit. Like you know how when you dig through your bag the first time when you're looking for something and yes. you don't see it the first time, you look somewhere else and then you look back in the pr- first place that you checked uh-huh. and it turns out to be there. Yes. That's exactly yes. what happens to okay. you. So you, you like at first you feel like, am I going crazy? Did that not happen? Yeah. And then <gasps> there it is. And my, uh, what are they called? The stacking, the Russian the stacking dolls. The, yes. The uh, matryoshkas. One of them is still missing. Mm-hmm. But I've you heard. know, then again, you're not entirely sure because yeah. how many did you have? That's true. That was odd. That was an odd tangent my mind just went on that I don't know if it's real. Sister, I've been thinking that this entire place has not been real since we got here. You just kind of have to embrace it after a while, I suppose. Did you have a notion that you're in my body? No, don't be weird. (laughs) 
Oh my god, no, no. I meant like our minds. Whoa, it's... no, was not going that far. <laughs> oh my god, that's not what I was laughing about. Oh my, oh my god, metaphysical, like brain in your brain place. We need to get these children out of here. Have you seen my axe? Your what? Your axe? My axe. The one, the tree axe thing? Yes, the one that I absolutely love and would never give up under any circumstance. You... I feel like you maybe gave it away? Why would I do that? You never know when the tree axe is going to come I had a weird notion and now I have things that I didn't have before. We should, we need to, we need, are we safe here? (laughs) I don't think we're safe here. We should really leave. Where's Flint? Where is Flint? Flint has uh, kind of, with his tail between his legs, um, he has retreated into the werewolf den, kind of like, you know, just sort of shuffling into the crowd as though like, hey, maybe I won't be noticed. Um, And you get uh, a glimpse of him talking to Zuleika inside the den. Yes, let's avoid that. Yes, Um, they have a history. Well, I want to check on Maybell and the children. Um, can you make sure Speedy is not going to be killed on sight? Speedy's fine. He's the new pack leader. I don't know if that's how it works. I don't either, but I'm really hoping it is. Wasn't Irina with you? Looks around. Irina's just standing like a healthy distance away from you guys. and She waves. Does she have the, like, who has the book? Who did have the book? I gave it to Silmi when okay. I said, hold this, run right. to the front. Did you end up, <laughs> were you able to get the book? Silmi, like, opens her bag and it's, like, taking up most of the space in there. Yep. It's a fairly thick tome, like, about, about, like, twice the width of your head um, and very thick, very thick. Um, it's got dark black leather and a red cord holding it tight all right well let's unpack that at a place that isn't a haven for were creatures right um i'm gonna go deal with the children all right yes so many slides away <laughs> zoop and Kefris is just sitting there scratching the back of his head. Just, where did I put that axe? I fucking hate you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Bartholomew, what are you up to with your ma? Are you okay? Are the children okay? I am fine. I'm, I just want to make sure that none of them have been beaten. She's just kind of like, uh, in a very, like, motherly fashion but she's she's quite forceful in the way that she does so she's just giving each one of them a a, a check i'll help out if there's a lot of them yeah they're all kind of sniffling and crying they're they're all like between the ages of like six and twelve there's a small smile on Bartholomew's face as he's checking over the children and going, oh, it's a good thing father isn't here because he would probably want to adopt all of them. Uh, she kind of sighs and then um, there's a side quirk and she's all like, 
Where do you think I'm going to take them? They're not all going to fit in my room, Mom. I, I don't even have a room anymore. To, yes, I hate to tell you, there, there is no room left. <sighs> all right. What are we going to tell him then? The truth. I was going to say the same thing. So, how does this work? I killed Kirill. And from the conversation that Kefris was having, I think he thinks that I'm the new pack leader. It is not so simple. Good, because I don't want that responsibility thrust upon me. That is... If you do want that responsibility, you will have to be active in pursuing it. Leadership was never my strong suit. (laughs) She just kind of smiles to herself and shrugs. We, oh no. I was going to say we do have a cart we can take them all in, but uh, (laughs) we shouldn't use it. That's a bad idea. Speaking of that cart, um, Silmi, were you like walking towards Maybell? Uh, I was walking towards the children. Towards the children, okay. So um, Silmi, as you're walking towards the children, um, you can hear the tail end of this conversation uh, when it is interrupted by the sound of a cart crashing through the trees. Um, And uh, Maybell is kind of frantically driving the horse uh, towards the den. Um, She brings it to a hard stop um, and she uh, sort of (laughs) frantically hops down and uh, tutters over to you and, and says, Oh, Miss Silmi, oh, something terrible must have happened. I, I don't know what what it was, but all of a sudden the mist's all around and then I was, I was in this form again. And that's not supposed to happen without your permission. And... Uh, uh, I'm sorry, why did you... How did you, how did you even find... How... Are you all right? I, I think so. I've just... I'm just very confused. Uh, I'm sorry. I, I I feel like I had a very similar situation. Um, did you? Uh, were you hurt? I, I I don't think so, Miss. Uh, all right. Um, is the cart still filled? Oh, uh, and she'll <laughs> <laughs> rush over to the cart and kind of peek in through the window um, and uh, then she recoils as there's a gnashing at the window and she's like, oh yes, he's in there for sure. All right. Um, Uh, She'll take her hand and just, it's going to be all right. You're safe now. Okay. Okay. Uh, Bartholomew's going to walk over to the cart into a side satchel and pull out that wine bottle of blood that isn't full of the knockout (laughs) blood. Mm Mm-hmm. And he's going to walk over to the window, <clears throat> looks over to Irina, points to the bottle, points to Ismark. I brow quirked. Uh, she just nods and looks away. Ismark. 
you see in the shadows um, two predatory eyes flash to life. He's going to offer the neck of the bottle to him and just mm-hmm. let it waft a little bit. All right. <clears throat> uh, he's going to snatch it out of your hand and retreat back to the cornel, corner, and you can hear gulping. Well, the sooner we figure this out, the sooner we can cure this. Right? You're muted. Right. Um, Shall we get out of here? He turns and he's going to... Is, what's his face, Skenis there? Uh, Skenis would be up in the den. Okay. But... Yeah, you could look up and see his uh, gray shaggy head just kind of observing. So what is protocol for werewolves and disposing of their dead? Oh god. Um, (laughs) The only thing I can really think of comes from the pack. He goes back to the pack. The bone pit? Uh, he will bring his fingers to his lips and he whistles um, and a bunch of wolves and dire wolves just come streaking out of the woods um, and they circle around him and you can hear them uh, munching and ripping flesh and cracking bones. Gross. Waste not, want not. Oh my god. And when werewolves die, they return to their humanoid form. So. I'm going to step in front of the children. And so they kind (laughs) of. Oh, yeah. There's there's lots more trauma being observed at this point. These kids are going to need some therapy. (laughs) I'll walk with you back to Velaki. Make sure these pups are safe. All right. I would appreciate that. We have some things to talk about, about Aunt Zuleika. All right. Ooh, did we kill her? No, she's alive. She's still alive. Okay, good. Remember, she was talking to Flint. Right. Kephras, if you can, ride on the cart with Silmi and Maybell. Uh, Keep them safe with Irina. Of course. I'll keep these lots safe. Can I just say, Speedy, that I think I've proven myself that I can keep myself safe. Yes, you can, one. But also, that was a big fight, and I know how much you complain about your magic reserves. So, I don't know if you're out or not. Uh, I feel a little drained. Uh, But yes, perhaps. Fine. And Kefris walks up to Speedy and he puts a hand on his shoulder and says, you know that I'll protect them with my life. 
And if you're going to be staying around here for just a little bit longer, I seem to have misplaced my plant axe. I'll keep an eye out for it. All right, awesome. Cool, thanks. Uh, Silmi, uh, he walks over. Can I look in your component pouch for something? Um, sure. What do you need? I, I might be able to find it faster. Uh, I'm looking for a leaf of mistletoe and any sprig of spruce that you have. I'm sure I have something. Hmm. It's components for Pass Without a Trace. I picked <laughs> it up this level. Uh... Do I have those things? Yes. Yeah, sure. I'm, I'm up for that. Um, if you don't have them, then um, I'd say that a, a quick look, I mean, like, I'd say that you'd at least have the mistletoe, yeah. and then you guys would be able to find a, a spruce, spruce in the forest, yeah. in the forest that you're in. <laughs> or, you know, like a, a felled spruce tree in the carnage that uh, Kefris left behind. Yeah. It's like you made a road all the way to Velaki from here. Arbor, Arbor Bane. <laughs> All right. So we do that. All right. On your way out, um, a quick glance over the shoulder, uh, you will see um, Flint and Zuleika speaking again, somewhat am an animatedly um, within the mouth of the wolf den. Um, and then Flint just transforms into his wolf shape and uh, retreats, disappears off into the forest, and Zuleika just watches him leave, um, and her fists are bald. And then she uh, turns her head sharply and uh, makes direct eye contact with you, Bartholomew. Is it a glare of I hate you, or...? Uh, insight check. It definitely looks angry. My insight is pretty good. That's an 18. 18? You have seen the same look in the eyes of Tyr when you are leaving her for a long trip. If the siblings are getting on the cart and leaving, he'll turn to his mother and go, I, I think you should talk to Aunt Zuleika for a bit. I'll keep these pups safe. Uh, Tereska kind of glances back at her uh, and then like, it, it's as though what she sees physically pains her. Um, and she just looks away immediately. Um, and she just kind of looks at the ground and says, all right. I owe her that much. I'll be right back. Um, and you see her go up to Zuleika, um, and the conversation begins um, calm enough, if a bit tense. Um, and then it seems that Zuleika escalates it and they do not part on good terms. Bartholomew has one of the kids in his arms, just turns back to his mom. 
nods his head and starts walking. Yep. Uh, Tereska catches up with you, and she does not acknowledge that that conversation just happened. However, um, after a few minutes of quiet walking, um, she seems to bring up out of nowhere. Um, It is entirely possible that the man who turned me is still alive. Sylvie's head just peeks over. (laughs) (laughs) Sylvie just peeks around the cart behind them. Um, Who who was the one who bit you then? Who turned you? The original Toronescu. The one who kidnapped me and my sister. And raised us as though he were our father. You said his name, no. Is it like you said it was Emil? I think it was Emil. Double checking. Emil Tornescu. Emil Tornescu. Double check my notes. Yep, that's him. Emil Tornescu. Is he... What is he then? He wasn't in the cave. He was, for a time, the leader of the werewolf pack. And then he and Kirill began to disagree over how to run things around here. And because Strahd wanted the pack to be united and doing the things that she wanted them to do in order to end their bickering, she took him away. Do you know where he's being held? If I had any guess, it would be in Castle Ravenloft. Great. Well, well, we'll burn that bridge when we get to it. He puts down a kid, picks up another one. <laughs> Just make, giving them turns so that they can rest while they're walking. Oh no. That's adorable. <coughs> uh, all right. And you guys are going back to Velaki. Yeah. Yes. Cool. Um, someone's just making sure that Maybelle's okay and trying to get as many details about the encounter as she can. Maybelle is very confused. Yeah. Um, she has scattered memories. Um, and it seems that like every now and then she'll stumble across a memory that came from before her death. Um, but it is all jumbled about, um, everything that she just experienced. Mm -hmm. So she is currently unable to, uh, how you say, she, she's basically got two decks of cards mm-hmm. um, and they don't got backs and she's just fumbling through them trying to figure out which belongs to which. Okay, uh, Somi, um, why don't you, here, and she pulls out a piece of paper, she's going to take the reins and why don't you write it all down? That way you can sort through it in a more physical manner. Okay. Um, she, she tries that um, and seems to help she um at least it is no longer 
like bouncing around in her yeah. head and is now out um, somewhere else. Mm -hmm. um, and she just writes pages and pages. Wow. Okay. I'll leave her to it while I'm uh, driving the cart while looking at my brother to see if I'm doing it correctly. I don't know. <laughs> Speedy Let's go. was the one who always drove the cart. I know it's on the it's on the road, I so swear. I mean it's just following the road. If we follow the road. We're bound to get fine. to Velaki. So yes. Beatty turns to his mom as she sees the he sees the reins getting posted to Silmi, and he scoots the kids a little bit <laughs> off the road. <laughs> They're behind. It's fine. Tereska puts herself between the kids and the cart. <laughs> Sorry. Um. Sunday drivers. It's only Saturday. Kefris is also going to see about eventually getting a piece of paper from his sister because he has a letter he needs to write. <laughs> explaining uh, why he's been late to dinner for so long. <laughs> the Bellevues. She'll uh, she'll let him know that she kind of doesn't have that much on her currently, but the rest of her stash is at the. We'll yeah. figure it out. Yeah. Okay. Uh, and there are nine kids here. Cool. In your in your little gaggle, um, are are you writing the the letter now, and you're gonna send it I'll, as soon as, or, or you're, gonna, you're gonna wait until you get a raven, right? I'm, my understanding for Kefris is that quills are very hard for him now that he has gecko pad hands. <laughs> so a lot of what he has to do is just dip his finger into ink and use the nail as more like a quill end. So trying to do that on a cart man that's not gonna fly nothing will get done that's adorable actually uh like the first impression we ever had of kefiris was using his nails on a book um i just found that interesting mm -hmm. all right um so it takes about an hour or two maybe two and a half hours to get to Velaki. Um, you find it in a similar state as you left it, which is to say borderline destroyed, but recovering. <clears throat> what do you do? Take his mark back up to the attic. I'm going to give him, just look in the card, the Ismark. It's the drug blood. <laughs> <laughs> yep. You put him out. <laughs> okay. Uh, like tablecloth bindings mm -hmm. pull them up I mean like you're in Barovia nobody's gonna question you walking around with a body shaped bundle yeah yeah alright you go put Ismark back um take the kids to uh father <laughs> to father Lucian uh who is just thrilled to <laughs> have more people to look after um, however, you catch sight of your father, who is now um, making a more public appearance. He's kind of walking around and doing what he can to assist in taking care of people who are still recovering, um, even though it seems that he's taking frequent breaks. And his eyes light up at the prospect of taking care of children. Um, Bartholomew will turn his head to Kefris and Selmy and go, well, I'll be in my father's tent for the time being. I want to take a look after Myrtle. 
Um, good. Uh, Speedy, did you have anything odd happen to you during the howl? Maybe. I might have blacked out a little bit. I had this very weird sensation. Did that have anything to do with Maybell? He turns to Maybell. She is furiously scribbling on a piece of paper. Her eyebrows just furrowed. Maybe there was this very short woman and a very tall, scaly man, but it wasn't Kefros, too. It was odd. Arabelle yeah. was there. Yes. I had a similar experience, but it was me and my brother. What? And there were two others. <laughs> they were both very pale. Come to Barovia. Everyone's either blue or pale. Yes, but they were or... they were elven in nature, like us, but uh, more fey connected, I believe. I wouldn't know what you're talking about. Right, sorry. You don't remember anything? Not I don't know what you're talking about. I'm going to be quite honest here. Well, when you do realize what you're talking about, you can find me over there. All right. Somebody will uh, sit down with Maybell and, and try and work through things with her in, in a very... Uh, trying to be as helpful as possible. All right. Um, uh, Kefris would try and get the tome from Silmi. I don't think that's something that... Remember, I'm. Ooh, am I still under the spell? Can I feel? Am I still under the? Um, How long does it last? Eight, eight hours. hours. Yeah. Okay. I mean, it's if it's been eight hours, like yeah. you're in Barovia since you yeah. last cast it, then yeah, you're still under the <clears throat> spell. Uh, I think that I should hang on to it at least until because I'm under the spell. We still need to read it. We have time. Can it wait a half an hour, brother? Please let me work through this with Maybell. It's all right. Okay. I... Um, do you have any gold on you? Let me check my bag. I think I have at least one. If what? I can catch my father's eyes, I'll, like, head nod over to the tent. Mm-hmm. And drag my mom along. He is um, kind of shepherding some children into uh, their own little tents. I mean, I guess he'll shepherd them all into like one communal, like children's tent, the kids' table. Um, and he <coughs> sees you doing that, uh, and he calls over Lucian to watch them for a bit, and he will lumber over towards you. to the siblings I in just... fact in fact as you're walking over you can see uh over his shoulder myrtle has um basically by the time he has turned his back myrtle has established herself as the ringleader <laughs> uh looks like i'm in charge here yep <laughs> and right. she's just ordering these kids around oh i would like to sell some things to try and get a shield Okay. Oh, sugar snap peas. I should have given you my shield. God damn it. All right. <laughs> Try it. 
It would have been great. Oh, regrets. All right. Um, what are you going to sell? Uh, in I have my two hundred and I have two hundred and ninety electrum. Oh, four hundred and. I was going to say I have this potion of healing that I was just going to sell. No, we need that. Uh, either that or I have a double bladed scimitar. It's worth a Why and when? I and don't how? know. I just I've had it for fucking. Did you weeks. start with it? I think so. As like part of the monster hunting kit, I could start with two weapons, so I just chose double bladed scimitar and never used it. It's uh, amazing. But it's worth a hundred gold pieces. I would be willing to trade this very useful item in Barovia for shield. It's this this item that you've had from the beginning. It's the thing that shows up in season two, and it's like, yes, I've always had this. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. But I'm just looking to hawk it, so that way I could get a shield. Like, I'll do straight across. All right. How much does a double-bladed scimitar cost? 100 gold pieces. All right. I'll say you can get... Uh... Hold on. 100 gold pieces... I'll say you can get 160 Electrum for it. Ick, okay. That's... That was some quick math for my art brain. I hope you appreciate it. I do. <laughs> 160. Alright, so yeah, I'll buy a... I'll get a shield and then I'll buy some extra paper for my sister if there's any there. Oh, that sounds lovely. Alright. Um, so while you're taking care of that, um, Sony, I want you to give me an insight check whilst you're talking with Maybell. <laughs> Muted. That's a two. A so two. an insight plus four, that's a six. Six. Okay. All right. Um, I think that both of you are still kind of caught up in the confusion of what happened. Mm -hmm. um, <clears throat> and like you, you get the feeling that what's going on with her, um, the, re the reason that Kefris can't remember um, what it is that you, the two of you went through together, mm -hmm. um, is Mark uh, acting animalistic um, you, you get the feeling that they're all connected somehow, but you're not quite putting the pieces together right now. Okay. Um, we're, we're, we're red stringing it. Yep. <laughs> you can uh, you can walk over to the side of the church um, and actually start pinning up some of uh -huh. uh, Maybell's papers, which you realize actually are interspersed with doodles. Um, you can see like a pig-like demon um that like has your face for some reason um huh. yeah um just like a, a bunch of different images um a, a pumpkin headed scarecrow uh a dragonborn with uh, like a, a very like scary skull draconic face um what uh, appears to be a child uh with pigtails Actually, she doesn't a have pigtails anymore. A, a braid. A braid. And a side shaved side. Yeah. Um, Silmi will definitely attach to the scarecrow picture. Like, this looks very familiar. 
but I don't place it in my history or our history. Hmm. Hmm. <laughs> I'll try, I'll definitely point out the things like that is something that definitely happened here with me. That is something that I don't know what that is, like that sort of thing. All right. Um, so you guys um, will look at that and try to piece these things together. Meanwhile, Bartholomew, you have gone into your father's tent and uh, you realize that since you arrived in Velaki and um, like through the excitement of seeing your father again, you realize that your mother has made herself scarce uh, and you haven't seen her since um, you have laid eyes on your father. You're muted. Where the hell did she go off to? I Are really you... hope she's not making me do this alone. He reaches up towards like the tent entrance and undoes the clasp to let the like up the flap roll down over the entrance. Mm-hmm. So I have good news and bad news. Well, mostly bad news. Which do you want first? There is no good news, bad news in Brovia. There is only news. Well, a few days ago, when we went to Yesterhill, we met Strahd, and she changed something about the way the land works and brought home the full moon. And I turned. His expression doesn't really change. He's just kind of like dragging his fingers through his beard. But he just dips his chin and looks at you. Like in the stories, they say that the first turn was always violent, but Silmi did something. I I got control back. And ever since then, I've wanted to tell you, but I had to figure out for myself if I wanted to take the kindness or not. It's been a long couple of days, Father. He just kind of blinks at you. He's listening. He'll sit sit down, wait for his father to sit down and just lay it all out on the table. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> he is very quiet. Uh, he asks a few questions here or there, just to clarify. Um, and when you sort of wrap up the story, he says, and what do you want now? Right now, I want to help the siblings. More than anything, I think I can use this. He nods.
So what now? You do what you set out to do. There is a way to cure lycanthropy. Silmi's worked it out. So if any hunters from now on, if they ever get it, and maybe she can teach someone how to cure them, all they need is the blood of whoever bit them and the spell. He thoughtfully runs his fingers through his beard again. This is a commendable effort. I will see what I can do to convince the rest of the Hunter's Guild. Just putting it out there. We killed Kiro. There is no head for the pack. If... If I became the head, if we found someone who, whose goals aligned with ours, would we still need to hunt the wolves? Could we not live in peace? Hmm. That is a pretty picture. Some may think that could be impossible, but It is a commendable effort to try. Are you willing to try? I'm willing to make an effort. He just reaches out and puts a big meaty hand on your shoulder. And that is all I ask of you. Hundreds of years of tradition down the drain in like what, the span of a week? I have never been a very traditional hunter. Bartholomew is going to wrap his arms around his dad, give him a hug. Mm-hmm. And um, whilst, whilst he's hugging you, um, he says, you can come in now if you want. Um, and like there's a moment's hesitation and the tent flap opens and Tereska standing there. You made me have to deal with this by myself. <laughs> he looks utterly betrayed. <laughs> um, she like kind of shoots you a look, um, but you can see that she's genuinely scared. You, you very rarely see fear in your mother's eyes, but it seems that she's being confronted with the possibility that everything that she cares about in life could be lost. And she uh, opens her mouth and she says, Farshi, I, I have to, and he just raises a hand and he says, I've known, I've always known. And he reaches out towards her. Uh, she takes his hand and he pulls her into the hug with the three of you. 
I think that scene ends there. So gosh darn cute. Sell me. Yes. Um, what do you do after you uh, kind of reach a dead end with Maybell? Seems that there are like multiple timelines going on here. I'm not certain what is real and what is part of this dream, but it, uh, I think perhaps some some time and distance will be best for this situation. Yes. Yes, perhaps. I I know I don't sleep, but I could probably use a rest. Um, you can see there's dark circles under her eyes. Yes, her hair's um, a little frazzled. <laughs> She'll, uh, like, softly brush her hair a little bit to flatten it, um, on the non-horn side. And, uh, yes, I'll gather the papers. Um, would you like some tea? Yes, yes, I I think some tea would be nice. All right. Uh, somebody will go fetch some tea and, and find Maybell a cot to lay down on. Okay. Um, and as you hand her um the tea uh your hands brush uh briefly um and like there 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 is a slight uh jolt of chemistry um and you see her eyes um sort of like widen with um uh, a small amount of recognition um and then it's immediately replaced with um confusion and concern um and that brief moment of hope um, is sort of eclipsed by the fact that you realize that she's no longer wearing her wedding ring or her, her engagement ring. Oh. To help, if it means anything, typical Phineas, thank you for the follow. We have now hit <gasps> 400. Yes! Oh, yes! I'll be a heart person for you. Yay! Thank you. <laughs> As you were. Um. Yeah, I think Silmi will kind of like visibly look at it and then like her shoulders drop a little bit and I'm going to say she's pouring the tea and she'll just kind of stop and then finish pouring the cup and set it down and uh, just here's your, your here's a cot. Uh, I'll, I'll be outside if you need anything. Thank you very much, Silmi. You're welcome, Maybell. So, like, walk outside, look back, close the tent. She didn't call me Miss Silmi. Hmm. Walks away a little bit. <laughs> uh, and as you're walking away, you hear something unfamiliar for Barovia. Um, and it is a bird song, um, something that is lilting and sweet, um, rather than the harsh caw of a raven, uh, sort of like. And uh, you look up and you see that there is a brightly colored purple bird um, with a flower in its beak. Oh, what flower? Um, it is some sort of orchid. Okay. Um, it's got 
kind of dark petals with um, like red accents. Okay. You need to consult your book to yeah figure out exactly <laughs> what it is. But it hops down and hands that flower to you. Uh, Silmi will take it, smell it, give like a smile, um, and uh, sit down on a bench somewhere and start reading her book. Mm-hmm. Reading her book. <laughs> yeah. The bird flies away. Um, and as you are consulting your book, you realize that there is a little lock of blonde hair tied to the stem. Like, oh, uh-oh. Um, uh, okay. Um, okay. Uh, Silmi's going to quickly close the book when she finds out what it is, stand up, and then scan for Irina. Okay. Um, Irina is helping out um, where she can with the refugees. Uh, she's going to kind of, oh, it's lovely to see you. Uh, as she like, like kind of runs over. And, uh, uh, um, I don't even remember what her name is. Not Irina, Indiro. We agreed to stop with that. I need your help with something in the church. Do you mind coming in the church with me? All right. Uh, she seems to recognize that you're... <laughs> My eyebrows are doing weird things. Your eyebrows are dancing. <laughs> um, yes, she uh, she follows you into the church. What is all of this about? I think you might be in danger. Uh, would you mind just standing right here? I have something that I've wanted to try. I don't know if I can cast this as a ritual, though. Hold on. Pause. <laughs> Pause. Mm, ba, ba, ba. Uh, I can't. Dang it. Uh Mm. Well, uh, I think you might be in danger. I... <sighs> All right. Why do you think that? Because I have a spy on the inside and they are telling me things. And this seems like it's a... It, it, it's a very clear message. I don't know. Are there many kinds of orchids here? Because I only know of one. <laughs> Uh, she looks down at the flower and say, it is a Zarovich orchid. Yes, all right. Mm-hmm. And is this your hair? <laughs> no, she has auburn hair. Oh, I thought she was blonde! Nope. Who's blonde? Um, is Marcus blonde? You are blonde. Escher is blonde. Maybelle is blonde. There are, Shit! <laughs> there are many blonde people. <laughs> she, she holds up her, the hair and she... Oh, God. Bianca is a platinum blonde. <laughs> um, well, uh, I'm sorry. Uh, I may have um, misjudged the situation. Um, <laughs> does it look like my hair? Um, wow. Okay, give me an investigation check. Oh. I so rarely have uh, a moment where I feel like the investigation skill is like, very much called for but like this is literally forensics yes so. 22 holy butts um, i have gloves. plus six like to investigate <laughs> all right so um you get out like a little seeing glass where you can like like <laughs> 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 uh 
like <laughs> appraise it like a like a fine gem uh-huh. um you, you like sniff it um like get a little taste of it uh-huh. um like gross hair but um <laughs> you're professional yeah um you are able to immediately uh, get your remove yourself from this because um like it doesn't have your telltale uh, perfume. Uh-huh. Um, it is not the right shade for Maybell. Right. Um, it is Mark's hair is uh, dirty and the timeline doesn't like line up for it. Uh-huh. Uh, you narrow it down. You are fairly certain that this is a lock of Escher's hair. Oh. Oh, is he in danger? In fact, Am I in danger? In fact, the little um, the uh, incision, the the, the cut yeah. to uh, like get this hair out, it it doesn't look like it was done by like a blade. It looks like claws. It, it, this was like a sheer, a tear. Oh shit! She knows. She knows. That's not good. That's bad for him. I mean, I'm already in trouble. Um. <laughs> sucks to be you yeah right oh <laughs> shit i don't know what to do i don't know what i would even do for that uh she will um get a room in the church she'll get she'll go in one of the rooms of the church and um oh god uh there are no things for this. Uh, do I have any witch hazel? Uh, oh no! Wait, no. Wolfsbane. I need wolfsbane. Can you can you justify that to me? I mean, like wolfsbane seems like it. W- I I feel like just from the Come name on. of it, like it would be, it would be <laughs> readily available. Yeah, yeah. Blue, I yeah. think I would. I would ask Irina. Can you point out wolfsbane to me, please? Uh, yeah. She can uh take you into the graveyard, and you can find some wolfsbane there. All right she'll uh get it quickly and say would you please get my brother and uh shit i don't no don't get my brother that's not a good idea would you mind getting speedy for me and bringing Uh, him to that room all right she she nods in a quick affirmative um and she rushes off to go find speedy um and you can go into that room and like set up whatever like alchemical uh craziness that you need to yeah um god i have one fourth third level spell left good you are um kind of in uh the wrapping up moments of a tender moment with your family uh when irena pulls open the flap of the tent and says speedy i need to come i need you to come with me now okay kind of busy but (laughs) do you want in on this now speedy (laughs) 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 sorry it's important (laughs) the two of you run off uh and you uh what do we what do they find um when they enter silmi's room uh, Somi is preparing a spell. Uh, she's getting out. Uh, takes. Oh, okay, it's an action. So she's just taking out um, uh, some diamond dust, and that's it. That's all I need. 
probably writing some runes and stuff. I thought there was more to it. I'm sorry, it's a long description. Writing okay. some runes on the ground. What's going on? Um, my informant, who we are not to speak of, well, you're not to speak of, is um, is uh, in a little bit of trouble. So I'm going to um, help him, hopefully. Now? How? What? She kind of like holds up the the hair. It's it's hard. Yeah, to no, just do it. Just fucking do it. I just needed someone else to be in here just in case. What are we expecting? Pulls out short sword. Pulls no. out short sword. Well, no. I hopefully, hopefully, uh, uh, Escher will come and he will. We'll be able to, I'll be able to cast a spell on him and then Strahd won't be able to find him. Put short swords away. Just but I don't know if he will be alone. So do you want them out or in? I just want you here, all right? <laughs> just fucking do it already. <laughs> I'm waiting, and he needs to come here for me to do it. Where he can come he? in the church, right? Let's find out. Oh, jeez. I, I have the window open so that he can maybe come in if he needs to. Don't they have to be invited in? Well, I can invite him in, all right? Do you yeah, own great. the church because it is technically not your house? I don't know the I semantics of it. Sweetie? Listen, I'm trying to make light of a very heavy situation here, so let's just continue. Thank you. What do you do? How much would a silver longsword or a silver longsword or short sword be? Because I'm still uh, shopping. No one's gotten me. There's yet. there's rules for silvering things. Okay, I was just curious. I want like <laughs> it's it's two it's a hundred gold per foot of the weapon oh, or one weapon. Okay, it's really kind of shitty because it's also a hundred per like twenty bolts. So uh, I'm just it's two hundred per weapon and then one hundred per bolt it, like per, per pack 20 of bolts, bolts. yeah per 20 so. bolt okay jesus okay i i clearly don't have that just much fucking money. say you know speedy God, they might I give you one i, just, I remember being a ranger in barovia i will say i know speedy and i want to try and pick up a silver dagger okay sure um god the, like the the i feel like the hunters in the like in the guild probably have silver daggers just like falling out their ears um i have 40 gold that i haven't spent already because i've bought some gifts for people all right um give me a persuasion check with advantage on account of the fact that you're a haunted one and people recognize you and look at your sad face natural 20 yeah right. awesome um Let's do you one better. They, you can get a silver dagger and one more weapon. Silver short sword. Cool. That's what you get. Or Irina can use a long sword. I'll get a silver long sword. Neato. Yep. Okay. Cool. Cool, cool. All right. Also be thinking about what's in your letter to the Bellevues. 
Oh, I'll have to message that to you after this game, because I know what I want to write. I just don't know exactly what I want to say, and I need time to do that. But I am going to be writing a letter that's most in, mostly an apology. Okay. I mean, you can you can send me the exact letter later, but I want you to give me the gist. Oh, yeah. Okay, cool. All right. Um, so, Silmi, what is your spell that you're casting? I'm well when he arrives I'm going to cast non-detection on him if he well arrives. how are how are you summoning him uh that was what the uh wolf spain was in the window um I don't have any other way of getting in contact with him okay you need to tell me mechanically what you're doing because I'm clueless oh so I I put the wolf spain <laughs> in a vase in the windowsill of the oh, room of the church you're hoping that he's watching I'm hoping that, yes, because I don't know how else to get a hold of him. Or, uh, well, yeah, no, I mean, I can't, like, send a raven to him. If he's Valentine, he's part of the Hunters. He's not always Valentine. I, I think that Justin, Justice himself, has a, has, a, has a confusion as to what's up with Valentine. Because I have this thing. Valentine is a person. <laughs> it's just that Escher likes to be him yeah, because Valentine's he's a heartthrob. Yeah. <sighs> Escher's got a man crush on Valentine. He wants like, to be him. I like the narrative that he's been with me this entire <laughs> he's time. He's been your best friend since you were a kid. Yeah. Um, no. <laughs> I could I could keep that 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 narrative alive, but I'm I'm nipping it in the butt right now. Oh, the bird isn't still around, right? That I saw with the. It flew off. Yeah. Okay. I mean, that's that's pretty much all I can do. I would have gotten his scent during the party, right? Well, uh, give me a retroactive perception check. Because you didn't know you were a... Well, I mean, you weren't necessarily sniffing people back then. Uh, was the before Yesterhill? Yes. Yes, because I went to Yesterhill in my thing. It's like every time that you have recognized a scent that you like found at that party, um, it has been confronting that particular scent in person and being all like oh yeah i've smelled that before no it's no around. okay and she'll kind of wait at the window and like look around i don't <laughs> hi Kefers. uh no uh, so, like, yeah, that's <laughs> that's pretty much all she got all right and then like 10 minutes pass and she's like Silmi, what's the matter i got a I got a, a, a message from him with his his hair ripped from his head, I'm assuming, or clawed off, that says he's in danger. I don't know what else to do. Wait, can you smell this? Not the flower. She'll take the flower. No, the hair. The, he yeah. the hair. He gets it. Yep. Yeah. Very distinct smell of flower on there. Give me a, another perception check. Um, I can give it to you. This is you, you can definitely recognize it as Escher's scent. You'd recognize that asshole anywhere. It's so oily. Um, perception would be a 25. <laughs> it's the Barovian equivalent to Axe body spray. <laughs> I'm sorry, did you say 25? Yeah. It's still titled Axe, but it's a cologne. Um, you smell the castle. You smell lots of birds. You smell lots of flowers. 
You smell fear. Oh, he's certainly afraid of something. Well, if he's been found out, then he's in a lot of danger. There's a scent of flowers in the castle. I don't think there's any flower fields around here. Does he expect us to go to him? Now? We're not prepared. We don't even have all the relics yet. Does he want us to rescue him? Is that is what I'm asking? Is there are no flower fields anywhere? There were some in history track. There were some in the other place where the Bellevues were, because I picked some for Maybell. Then mm-hmm. I, I think I was there. I mean, like with that. Yeah. What'd you roll? Oh, Did I didn't you start rolling for a history check. No, no, I put them away because. Okay. Like, <laughs> I was like, I mean, like, I, I, I'm to- I'm all for role play, um, but. <clears throat> what is what is the question that you want answered? Are there any other flower fields in Barovia that he knows of? Okay, yeah, okay. I'll I'll go ahead and ask for a history check with advantage because you know the area. That is an eight seventeen. Have a All right. One. Um. So, kind of cross-referencing, ref, cross-referencing your knowledge of the area and the sense that you are picking up on this lock of hair. Um, there is like native fauna or rather flora on this from this sample, but there is also exotic flora from this sample. If your best bet or your best guess is that the origin is from within the castle. There's like a Either that or, or with Vistani. Like yeah. someone who has access to outside flora. It wouldn't be a flower field out here. It'd probably be somewhere in the castle. There's like... And for that matter, fauna, because you smell all kinds of weird birds on there too. It's strange. It's sense I've never smelled before. He sent me a bird, a purple bird that I've never seen here before. Well, we don't have access to a castle map. So me give me one more investigation check. Dun- <coughs> I was trying to sing. Oh. <coughs> That's a seven. Seven. Okay. Um... Flipping back through the uh, flower language book, Mm -hmm. you can find no flower for um, help me. Yeah. Um, And you, your instincts tell you that if he wanted help, he would have sent a flower that said, help me. Yeah. Wait, sue me. What? Can you do that thing that you were talking about that Strahd can do? Which Scry. one? Sky. You have a well, piece of Escher now. I do. I don't believe I have that spell, but let me look at my spell book. 
I do not know how to do that. Let me check my things. Make sure I don't have a scroll. Nope. 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 Oh, a crystal. That's odd. Hm. Puts it back. No, I, I don't I don't have anything that I could look at. Well. Do I know of anything that I could I don't know the spell scry. Does he mean that I'm in danger? I don't know what to, why can't people just write letters like they're supposed to? I'm not a mystery solver. Not Agatha Christie. Whilst you are um, contemplating this, uh, Kefris will return from his shopping trip. Why? I thought you were going to meet me over there, but now after talking with several people, everyone's just bundled up in the church. So, hello. I brought hello. presents, Speedy. So you oh. said that you were low on crossbow bolts. So I sold a thing that I had for a while. I never really thought I would ever have a use for it. But here, and he has four uh, quivers of crossbow bolts that he just hands to Speedy. He will load them up on one arm and just gently pat Kefris on the face. Doesn't have the heart to tell him his crossbow's broken. Oh, yeah. Silmi, you said that you were running low on paper, and I had some extra spending money, so I figured I would get you these, and I bought ten pieces of paper. I'm keeping one, Silmi, so you have nine. Silmi gives you a face, like, when you walk in the door, and she's just, like, overwhelmed and a little panicked, and, and then she's, like, grabs it. Thank you, brother. I, thank you. Thank you. I really appreciate it. Now, why are we all in the room of the church? I got a message from my contact saying danger and had a lock of hair that was cut yes. from their head. Oh. And now she's trying to work it out. Sorry? So do you think that they're in danger? <clears throat> are you in danger? Are we in danger? I, I don't know. I don't know why he would send me his hair if he wasn't in danger. Maybe it's like so a, I, it's really me kind of thing? I Maybe. It was delivered on a purple bird that I've never seen before. Can I make an inside check to try and suss out this message? Suss this away. very vague message. Would Go for I it. have ever heard of a purple bird before? Is it a bird of paradise? Survival check? Yeah, fuck it. Ooh. Bartholomew. Bartholomew. Uh, plus three is... Ten. Twenty-one. Alright, twenty-one on the insight and ten on survival. the survival. Uh, yeah, sure, you've heard of purple birds before. You've heard of birds in all sorts of shapes and colors. <laughs> there are birds like that yes so um speedy you're trying to like suss out exactly what this message means mm -hmm. well, it, it, well i guess it could also mean nobility but probably danger wait what okay it could mean nobility 
which is like the least serious thing that we all need to get called together for. Or it could mean danger, which is the most serious well, thing the that we all need. Well, the fact that the hair has been clawed off his head gives me some indication. It's not like people around here are want without claws, sister. While they're arguing, it's the math meme going on in Bartholomew's head, like the mm -hmm. math zooming into his face. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm trying to figure out exactly how much to give you without giving everything away. <laughs> cool. Like, this is the, the classic DM's dilemma. Yes. Um, Are you sure it wasn't I will put it. Friend. I will put it this way, um, from Speedy's perspective. The contact has sent a letter or sent a, a message saying there is danger related to Strahd. This could mean any number of things. It could mean the jig is up. It could mean she's starting to suspect. It could mean she's going to attack right now. There are several meanings that you could glean from this. But um, like there, there are two meanings that are um, two specific definitions of this flower that are referenced in the book and it is nobility and it is danger what if he's not in danger but he is the danger what if strad had got to him what if he's going after someone who has nobility um looks at Irina. <laughs> Irina raises an eyebrow. I don't know. But I think we should be prepared for anything. Which is a terrible thing to say that doesn't work for anybody, but... So keep your weapons on you at all times. If Strahd shows up, you stab her, and you keep stabbing until reinforcements come. Who's reinforcements? The I rest don't know of us, if, if you're were... separated. Let's not get separated. Kefris, I don't know if you were conscious during Yesterhill because she dropped you like a sack of potatoes. Speedy, I'm very well aware about what happened at Yesterhill. I understand that she has powers that are able of, as you put it, dropping me in a single instance. However, what we need to do is that we need to focus on the now. Worrying about the past, about what did happen, that's not going to help us fight Strahd. That is going to make us scared. I'm making to... an analog because you said to stab her until reinforcements come. Yes. And I'm just saying, reinforcements have to come pretty damn fast or else we're going to die instantly. And Speedy, what did I do? With every ounce of my being while fighting Strahd, I made sure that I could keep trying to stab her. Even if it is everything that you got, she cannot live. Uh, Unlive. She cannot continue to exist here. We have a goal. We have a mindset. We have several of the artifacts already. We might not have all three. That's not going to stop us from trying. We need to get to Madame Ava. Why? Maybe she can help us locate that other artifact. The other artifact is with Strahd. We know where it is. 
Yes, but then we can pin it down somewhere in her castle instead of running in and dying if foolishly. If you were Wait. an ancient vampire, as old as time itself, what would be the safest, most precious place at her hill? Yeah. Yes, Silmin. I remember being in a tower of a wizard. Yes? Kazan. Yes. I can learn spells from other wizards. I have three new spells in my book right now. I'm not certain where they came from, but I have them. All right? And if I can learn more spells like one called Locate Object, we can find them. So, I think we should focus on there's danger soon here. We should stay together. You there's can nothing. Learn spells. Sorry? You can learn spells. Yes. Yes, from if I have. Spell, from a spell book? Yeah, from a spell book. And she points at the Tome of Strahd, like that one? Like this one. Are we. Is this the time to crack it open? Is that what we're doing? Oh my god, yes! You okay, said that you'd right. come and hey. get me when it was ready to be read, and then you well, never Well, we're showed. all here now, so I'm going to... Kefris, can you please stop blowing things out of proportion? This is getting ridiculous. I'm going She'll to open the book. Kefris into the room and shut the door behind <laughs> Alright, you have to spend a little while um, unwinding the cord around mm -hmm. the book. Um, it's a fairly intricate um, weaving. It's not necessarily a knot, but it's wrapped in a very particular way. Um, and when you pull the last wrap off of it, um, there is an auspicious feeling of a seal being broken. Mm -hmm. um, and you crack open the book. Uh, do you like open it up to the beginning, the middle, and- Oh, start at the beginning. Start at the beginning. Okay. The beginning of the book. Question. Is this where we want to take our break? Oh. Um, in a second. Gotcha. Uh, you open up the book, um, and you see what appears to be a date. Um, it says WX Crescent Sword, and Bartholomew was able to confirm that that means a waxing crescent sword, um, which is a type of date for you know, the Barovian moon-based calendar, uh, year 345, over 300 years ago. It's a very long time ago. The following is an account of the duties and accomplishments of General Strahd von Zarevich, as recorded by her Lieutenant Tatiana, Paladin for the People of the Valley, Second Division in the Army of King Barov. The General has ordered the consolidation of the militias in Kresik, Valaki, and Berez. They are to make camp on the Svalich Road north of the Aya to the Ivlis River. This contingent of 1,500 souls will move under the general's command west into the Svalich Woods and rendezvous with the reinforcements of King Berov's army. Only then are we to engage with the enemy. The people have suffered long enough at the hands of the Balanok Horde. They have taken enough from us. This is where we begin to take it back. And now we will go on break. Sounds good. So we are going to try and be back in five to ten minutes. So don't go no place unless it is to grab a food, grab a drink, grab a friend, possibly go to wait. I guess at this point, go to patreon.com slash indoor adventures. If you want to get set up with our after show, I would like to once again say thank you to all of you wonderful viewers for helping us reach 400 
followers on Twitch. Yay, That's incredible. Uh, I Yay. am planning on uh, doing something special once we get 420 followers. So uh, stay tuned. But we are going to uh, be back shortly. So don't go no place. All right, everybody. Bye bye. I didn't hit the button. I remembered to hit the right button. Hello, everybody, and welcome back. We're cracking into this here Tome Ostrad. Wings, take us away. All right. So um, when we left off, you guys had cracked open the Tome of Strahd and found that it seems to be a fairly dry report on uh, the comings and goings of battles and wars within the valley. Uh, Silmi, you're the one that's reading this. Are you reading it um, quietly to yourself or are you reading it out loud to everybody else? I think Silmi's very good at reading to herself and yet um, giving an account of what's going on without having to read it word for word because she does it for Maybell all the time. Mm -hmm. So like right. giving cliff notes, if you will. All right, so you're just kind of like scanning and uh -huh. then like, you know, like as you're speaking, like every now and then you look up and summarize. Uh -huh. um, all right. Um, give me a wisdom save. Oh, good. Is this a charmer effect? It is not. Okay. <laughs> 23. 23, nice. All right. Um, as you continue to read, um, you are able to surmise that Tatiana um, is a native to the valley, uh, that she basically stood alone against what she describes as the Balanok Horde, um, and they have been terrorizing the valley ever since she was a child, um, and it seemed like she was the only one willing to stand up to them. Uh, and while the people looked up to her, Specifically, no one was willing to join her in the fight. Um, that's when Strahd came along and um, basically blew in um, in dark armor on a black horse with a uh, army at her back and essentially rescued her. Um, and at this moment, they have basically turned the tide uh, and are actually actively trying to drive them out of the valley. Um, do you continue reading? Yes. Give me a wisdom save. Uh, plus four, that's a 21. Excellent. All right. Um, there comes a point where um, the fighting basically has to stop uh, because winter hits. Um, and this is during a time when uh, they didn't have the advanced magics available to continue warring in the winter. So um, while they're resting, uh, more and more people begin to join from uh, King Barov's army and also from the people of the valley. Um, she starts to adopt a more casual tone in her writing, uh, mostly at the uh, encouragement of Strahd herself. Uh, because she insists that nobody reads these reports anyway. Um, and you start to see the turn where she begins to treat this more as a personal journal and less of a, a dry uh, recollection or record of what's going on. Um, you see Tatiana 
begin to soften her her stiff uh, front. Do you continue to read? Yes. Wisdom save. Um, whilst Silmi is reading the book, um, you can it's you can see that she is very invested in um, what she's got going on in front of her. Um, she seems to be unable to drag her eyes away from the page. Um, it becomes, um, you already know that about her ability to summarize as she's reading, but um, this seems almost supernatural in the way that she is just staring down at the page and just like vomiting forth what is on it. I am going to get right next to my sister and I am going to just kind of squat down so that way I am head level with her and I am just going to wait in case anything weirder starts happening and if it does I'll I'm probably going to headbutt her to try and get her out of the to try and get her out of the the magic state 23 awesome um all right so um the winter is hard on uh, the Balanac Horde. After all, they are living up in the mountains, in the trees, um, and all they have to protect them are crude bonfires and furs. Um, when spring rolls back around, uh, the armies have been bolstered so much that they just begin to steamroll, um, and they are pushed back to their uh, ancestral burial grounds on Yesterhill. Um, and you you get a description of Strad von Zarevich's wizardry. Um, she has a commanding presence on the field. Uh, she is she is pretty scary in terms of like her swordsmanship and such, but it is her her absolutely wicked magics that um, seem to strike fear into the Balanok the most. And she basically leads the charge against them uh, at, what, at what appears to be their last stand. And um, <clears throat> Kefris, as you start getting to this part, um, you can feel an emotional response from your spear. Um, and it is described how Strahd stays her hand at the last man, um, at the leader of the Balanok horde, uh, with Kavan the Grim. And Strahd allows Tatiana to lay the final blow on him as he had murdered her parents when she was young. Do you continue to read? If I am unstopped, yes. All right, wisdom save. Natural 20. Damn, girl. All right. Holy butts. Plus four. If there's one thing my sister is good at, it's reading. Yeah, right? I got this. If it's one thing my sister is good at, it's reading and being stubborn. Look, I have one job on this stupid ship. It sucks, but I'm going to do it. Tatiana describes what is known as the Whispering Wall, um, and it is a gigantic wall of fog that is located at Yesterhill. And she describes how she, she had heard stories about how the Whispering Wall was 
um, it was fabled to have been the final breath of an ancient god. And it was filled of its dreams of the past and uh, all of the possible futures and visions that it saw. And having uh, killed Kavan, the man who murdered her parents, um, with her blood still, with his blood still fresh on her blade, she stood looking into that wall, uh, looking for some sort of answer, um, something, some something new, uh, searching for a purpose. Uh, and she saw nothing in the wall, but Strahd stood next to her and kept her company. Uh, in the aftermath of the battle. It's at this moment that you start to get the idea that Tatiana has feelings for Strahd. Do you continue reading? Yes, I hit the wrong button. Oh god, I don't remember which one. Did I roll okay? I've been switching between my dice. <laughs> Seems to be working. Oh, why would I say that? I got a nine. <laughs> a nine. Okay. Um... Uh, you continue reading, and um, you find that even now that there is no reason to continue keeping a record after the war is over, uh, Tatiana keeps writing. Uh, she talks about how she and Strahd uh, feel that the people of the valley need to come together and be united under one leader because it was their division that allowed them to be so harassed by the Balanach Horde to begin with. So they begin working together to uh, create a government um, and a seat of power in the valley. They name the valley for her father, uh, King Berov. Um, the valley is now called Barovia. Uh, and they begin work on a keep, uh, which they plan to name after Strahd's mother, uh, Queen Ravenova. So, Castle Ravenloft. Mm -hmm. um, take a level of exhaustion. Okay. Do you continue reading? Mm-hmm. All right. Um, Kefris, you can see uh, Silmi's uh, cheeks begin to grow a bit sallow. Um, there are some dark circles beginning to appear under her eyes. Her voice uh, becomes parched um, as it seems that she has, she's almost not even stopping to take a breath as she continues to read. Uh, give me a wisdom save. I me? rolled one, so five. <laughs> I was going to stand up and give my sis give my sister like need the <laughs> muscles on her back to help like help her focus. I guess she seems like she's got this. All right. Um. So she uh, Tatiana begins to write about her relationship with Strahd. Um, she writes about what a great woman she thinks Strahd is, uh, how strong, and uh, what a great leader she would make. Um, she talks about how Strahd tells her about her childhood, um, back when she still lived with her parents. She was an only child. Um, her father wanted a son, and so she was raised to lead the army. Um, and then she was separated from her mother and began to 
become the general that she is today. Um, and just as she starts to like really think, I'm going to make my parents proud, um, she receives a letter revealing that she has had a younger brother for about 10 years now. And he will be taking the throne. Ooh. Take two levels of exhaustion for your natural one. Ooh. Do you continue reading? Um, can I continue reading? Like, it, it, can I, or can I stop reading? Um, if you, like, take a moment to, like, take a breath, mm -hmm. um, you will realize how tired this has made you. You are able to stop reading. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, I, I'm asking you for a reason. I know. Now, I, I'll, I'll, I'll stop. I know Sylvie would want to keep going, but I know how the mechanics work. <laughs> I... I want you to work under the assumption that you can feel the effects yeah. of these mechanics. Yeah. So Sylvie kind of like takes a breath and then like wavers in her spot as she's sitting and kind of puts her hand on the book to steady herself. I hand her a water skim. Hey. Hey, hey. Oh. Um. To you, this has felt like the span of maybe 20 minutes. Mm -hmm. um, to the rest of you, this has been about two and a half hours. Oh, <sighs> <sighs> mm. oh I could Sister? use a snack. Uh, yes. Please drink. Oh, thank you. Oh, my mouth is so dry yes you you've been going for a very long time it hasn't been that long <laughs> she like looks at the book and it's probably like he kephris looks at you very straight and very calm and says it's been about two hours no it hasn't really if you want to look outside the window it's getting sort of light outside. Oh. I'm sorry. Don't apologize. Uh, should we go to bed? Close the book. Oh. Yes. Um, Sylvie will take a piece of ribbon and mark the page that she was on. Mm -hmm. um, as you close the book, um, you for some reason, remember the intricate weaving of the cord yeah. um, and just automatically begin to... Kefris wants to know what, like, the knot that is being worked into here. He is very keen on that. Okay. Uh, I suppose a history check or a religion check? Do you a want me to... Religion check, please. Silmi, do you want me to take it for now, just in case you get a mood to read it later? No, I, I think I, I think I need a nap <laughs> and a snack. No, I mean like if something magical were to take hold of you, making you read more. Oh, I don't. I didn't feel like I was under a magic effect. Perhaps I was, but I, I feel like it'd be safe with me since I am still under non-detection. 
You're right. Which I should probably recast soon. Could you do me a favor and fetch me Maybell? Actually, I'm just going to memory, or I'm going to mind meld with Maybell and ask her to find me if she's awake. Okay. Um, when you reach out to, um, to like, you know, like, connect with her, um, as you're approaching, you realize that she's asleep. Oh, I'll let her be. Okay. She's asleep. She can sleep, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. She doesn't have to, but okay. if she wants to, she can. <sighs> cool. Sorry. Go ahead. Sorry. <laughs> Perhaps I'll go. I to mean, her. like, I your your concerns are not unfounded. <laughs> I wouldn't put it past me to do something fucked up with Maybell right now. Um, Sylvie will stand up, and then like, whoa, like almost fall over immediately catch my sister oh jeez i'm sorry would you mind taking me to maybell let's get you lying down yes there's an extra cotton there okay and kefris just like nonchalantly scoops you up <laughs> oh cuz i'm you assuming don't you don't do even that. weigh a buck 50 soaking wet hey like, you're you're fine. you wouldn't the clothes weigh more than me exactly <laughs> we're fine you should be ripped no just Whoop. That's why I can't run very fast. It's because it's all. And Kefris will leave uh, Speedy and Irina in the room alone with the book while he deposits. No, 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 no I'm taking the book. Oh, you're taking the book. Okay, he's mm-hmm. taking his sister, leaving Speedy and Irina alone. Otherwise. Speaking of, um, what is Kefris and Speedy's passive insight? Oh, fucking 10. 13. 13? Okay. Um, like, as is, uh, like, you know, your, your want to do, um, when somebody is reading something, uh, your eyes tend to wander across the room, um, and every now and then your eyes, uh, lay on Irina as she is also listening to the book being read. Um, and Speedy... Every now and then you see, um, the... unmistakable glimmer of recognition uh, in her eyes as she's reading. Um, But each time that is confronted, she tends to um, retreat back into a stone face facade. Regardless, um, Irina seems to listen with some interest, but um, the kind of halting interest of somebody who's kind of being forced to sit and listen to something they don't want to. Uh, she looks very uncomfortable during the entire reading. Uh, we're in a room, correct? Mm-hmm. Speedy will sit down on like a chair and motion for Irina to sit down somewhere. She will. He pulls out a wig and pops it. She just takes it and knocks it back. Are you okay? I don't like it. Do you want to talk about it? (laughs) No. But I should. Fair. 
she will get out um, like a piece of paper in her bag, just kind of throw it down on the table. What's written on it is inconsequential. Um, but you will see that the handwriting is very familiar. It looks exactly like what you see in the tome. Well, that's different. We know, right, that a soul comes around and sometimes it goes into a body and Strahd has, takes a liking to that soul. This has been addressed, but it was addressed with the guest group. Maybe I just, okay. That's, do you take a page out of the book? She shakes her head. This is, this is your handwriting. She nods. That's disturbing. People cannot cast spells on other people unless they are there, right? How do you mean? All these times when I thought that I was being charmed, I have not seen Strahd in days. Um, and she just like, she seems to become verklempt and uh, she just kind of looks down at her hands. She says, I think there's something wrong with me. The book, well, no, I wouldn't know that. You felt a pull towards the cave. And from what I could tell, she was not there. I, there might be something wrong with you. I think maybe Silmi could figure it out if it's like a magical ailment. We should give her some time to rest. But we'll figure this out, Irina. She takes those hands that she's staring at and balls them into fists. And she looks up at you with a Stiff upper lip. He's going to put one hand over one of the fists. And she's just going to move forward and just press her forehead into your shoulder. Bartholomew takes his arms, wraps them around her, pats the top of her head. Okay. Um, and soundlessly, you can just feel tears begin to roll onto your shirt. All right. Kefris, what are you doing right now? I feel like Kefris would have gone up to the door where Speedy and Irina were and, like, went to knock 
but possibly heard anything coming from the other side, so he just stops. And he's in the church, so he's going to do the only thing that he really honestly knows how to do, and that's he is going to go up to the altar where the bones are, and he is going to try and reach out to Ilmater about what he should do. And in his prayer, it's not necessarily a direct question, but it is very much more of a he needs to talk to somebody. And in this reality, the gods listen every once in a while. So he is going to explain... And he feels good about going up to, to the shrine at this point, about going up to the altar based off of the dream that he's had previously, as well as the act of actually feeling like he sanctified these bones. And he is going to reach out to Ilmater and ask what he should do given their circumstances. His sister is worried about an enemy but the enemy is actually a friend. But Kefris is, but he's not sure whether or not Escher can actually be trusted. Speedy is speedy. He's doing his absolute heckin' best. And Kefris admires that. And his sister is giving so much. So that way he can find out what's written within this book. And he thinks about Ismark. And how he knows that Ismark is the same as his sister. That he did everything that he could. And he's just going to contemplate on that situation. Alright. Uh, give me a religion check with advantage for being in a place of significance. That is a 16. All right. Um, so you find yourself in silent contemplation, um, just kind of sitting in one of the pews of the church, one of the ones that isn't destroyed. Um, I have a question. Did you send that letter to the Bellevues? Yeah, I'll have sent it. And it was essentially an apology for not coming back yet? It was an apology for not coming, for not having come back yet. And then I ask about specific, uh, specific members of the Bellevue family, such as the spider girl in the courtyard. I ask about Clovis. I ask about any of the other ones that I know the names of. And like, I hope... X is doing well. I hope Clovis is remembering to feed X person. I hope that these two have figured out their differences. Just like I remember all of you. Okay. So is the letter like addressed to the abbot specifically? Yes. Or okay. All right. Um, okay. Uh, whilst you are praying, um, you um, contemplate uh, all of the concerns uh, that seem to be plaguing your group as of late. Um, and you feel that the, the thing that is hurting them the most right now 
is uncertainty. Um, and you feel, you feel the need uh, for answers and for information. Then I will ask Ilmater if there is any response for if there are answers as a general uh as a as a very broad general question it is are there answers that are outside of my personage or do i have to make the answers myself god this is getting real Oh boy. You asked two kids from religious backgrounds to talk about some cleric bullshit. Right? Um You get the feeling that there are some uh immutable truths, things that are going to be true. Um, regardless of your input, but you have the ability to change things outside those truths. Okay. At that, I think Kefris will stand up and he is going to go to... He's going to go to the door where Speedy and Irina are, and he is going to actually. Is Father Lucian still up? Of course he is. I'm going to go to Father Lucian. Okay. Um, he has stolen um a brief quiet moment. I'm so sorry to do this to him. But Kefris is going to go up and say, Father Lucian, you are a servant of the Morning Lord, correct? That I am. If I told you there was a way to use Strahd's weapons against her, what would you say? I would ask for uh, something a little more specific than that. What if I told you that you could do it with your faith, if you actually believed? Go on. My sister keeps mentioning a a time earlier this day where we had a blackout moment, and I don't recall it. But ever since this moment, there's... I don't know how to explain it. And... I feel like I can do better in action than I can in words. 
but I need you to have faith in me. And I need you so, so badly to have faith in your morning lord. Oh, Kefris. I haven't seen the uh, radiance of my god in my entire lifetime. Um, and he's he is like sitting on a barrel, just kind of like in the early hours of the morning. Um, but there is just the barest bit of light that is cutting through the fog. And he says, this is a dark place, Kefris. But we still have day. We still have morning. And uh, while it can be hard to see, um, he just kind of like puts his hand up and um, you see a shadow just kind of fall over his eyes. And he says, there's still light. Father Lucian, do you know why Nilmata is the god of suffering? For every I've... downturn, there's an upswing. For however bad it gets, things do get better. And that is something that we put into motion ourselves. So will you come with me? And he extends his hand out to Father Lucian. Uh, he just kind of looks down at his bum leg, um, just kind of gives a, a weary sigh. And he reaches over, he grabs his cane, um, and he hefts himself up to his feet, grabs your hand and says, all right, what do you need? And Kefris will lead Father Lucian to Ismark. Is Ismark still passed out or is he up? Um, it's probably been all night. I'd say that he is awake but groggy. Kefris is going to go into the room and he'll tell Father Lucian to wait for just a moment and he stands up and tells Ismark I need you to trust me you trusted me to protect your sister and she is still alive and she is still safe so I need you in this moment to trust me okay uh, he's just kind of lying on the uh, floor his eyes are half-lidded. He's just kind of staring straight forward. But you see uh, one of his pupils, or, well, like, I mean, <laughs> he's not going wall-eyed. Um, you can see only one eye is visible, um, and it, like, turns to just kind of focus on you. His face just squished against the floorboards. I have a set of manacles. I am going to manacle him to a beam if possible. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to call up Father Lucian. And I am going to take a quick prayer to Ilmater with Father Lucian there. And I'm going to take the silver dagger that I have and set it down on the ground and I am going to cast ceremony
I am going to use the silver from the dagger as my 25 gold pieces worth of powdered silver, and I am going to use the guidance of Ilmater while casting ceremony with the help of another religious individual in an attempt to use the atonement ability on Ismark. All right. To revert him from being a villainous man into being a good fellow. Roll with advantage. I can see LB is giving me the most shifty eyes. <laughs> Here's the thing for Knights in the Courtyard. It's hilarious. All right. I'm that gif of Connor. What? what? <laughs> I am sus. Knights in the Courtyard. 21. Okay. Uh, you put that uh, blade on the ground. Um, you begin to uh, go through the uh, ritualistic um, speech of this ceremony. Um, there are a few words said in Celestial. Um, and Father Lucian um, will go and just open up the curtains. Um, the Well, I mean, like, it's, it's a torn, like a torn cloth that's kind of been uh, thrown over the window to shield Ismark from the muted rays of the sun. Um, and he pulls those aside. Um, and the morning light kind of falls on Ismark's face and he begins to uh, like react sort of with discomfort to that. Uh, and as you get to the end of your ceremony, um, you feel a stinging sensation in your forearm as a red line uh, opens up uh, in the place where your cords should be. And you look down and you can see that the blade is glowing and with a completely white light. And that red line of blood begins to uh, drip down your arm and a single drop falls on the blade and there is a flash of light. And uh, when you look down, you see that the blade has turned a dark red color. And um, when you look up, you see that Ismark is, uh, ha has completely ceased his struggling and now just has his head um, facing directly at the ground. I will walk closer as I can and say is Mark. Um, and when he looks up at you, uh, you can see not the predatory eyes of a killer, but the gray remorseful eyes of your acquaintance. Um, he opens his mouth, he still has fangs, and he says, Kefris. And Kefris says, I'm going to unchain you now. Um, and he, he just has a, a, a very sad look on his face, but he nods quietly. 
and Kefris will look back at Father Lucian as he undoes the manacles. And then after he undoes them, he presses the blade into Ismark's hand. And he says, We are born to suffer. This is known. But our lows give way to the highs of others. You were Strahd's weapon against us. You were her attempt to break our faith. Is Mark the Lesser, you are no more. You shall be Ismark, champion of Barovia, and with this blade in your hand shall you ride with us to enter Ravenloft a third time. You shall earn your freedom. Uh, he looks down at that blade in his hand. Um and he will turn it um, so that he is gripping it in a, uh, in a fashion where it looks like he's ready for combat. Um, and you can see tears brimming in his eyes. Uh, and he just nods to you and says, thank you. Don't thank me yet. We need to go and speak to your sister, to the rest of the group. Because, like I told them, there are to be no more secrets. Uh, he nods again. Um, and he stands up, uh, makes as though he's going to walk for the door. Uh, and then he just turns around and gives you a great big hug. Kafris will hug him back. And it is one of those, like starts as a regular hug and then he just hands move a little bit farther just pulls him in a little bit tighter nice all right remember when i said we were gonna fast play <laughs> good luck welcome to indoor adventures fast plays mean nothing over the next few days <laughs> over the next few days uh, what is accomplished? I show Ismark to Irina and Speedy and everyone. All right. Um, there is surprise, but joy. And lots of tears, lots of hugging. Uh, Ismark seems to be dealing with feelings of guilt just for what he has become. He still thirsts for blood. But he no longer feels the struggle to, like, against, like, a insatiable beast. So, like, if he decided that he wanted to go and, like, starve himself somewhere, he totally could uh, without, like, turning into a monster. And yet, he still needs the blood. Um, 
I'm going to drag Kefris and Father Lucian off to the side and just like nod my head to Kefris and show him like the tubing and the bottle. Okay. Right. Each. Lucian teaches uh, the two of you how to work the apparatus without hurting yourselves. Yeah, and he gives you very, very strict uh, directions on how much you're allowed to take. So you're saying if I start to get woozy. Oh, then you need to. You should something. stop before yes. you're getting woozy. There's <laughs> a shit eating grin on Bartholomew's face. No. You can't be doing to this. You can't be doing this to me, boy. You are. I have got too much work to do. And I am too tired. Anyway, uh, he yeah. gives his <laughs> mind. Um, <clears throat> Silmi, um, you are able to um, remove a level of exhaustion for the following <laughs> day. Do you continue to try and read the Tome of Strahd? She will. Okay. Uh, uh, she'll take things a little easier. Hopefully Mabel will be there with her this time. Uh, did Mabel wake up fine after her rest? Mm -hmm. In fact, whilst you were sleeping, um, at some point your eyes fluttered open and you could see that she was um, kind of nervously watching over you. Um, and then you peacefully went back to sleep and think, she brought you tea and breakfast when morning I, came. I think maybe out of just pure habit when she sees that she would reach out for Mabel's hand and then if she takes it, then hold it and go back to sleep. Um, oh god, poor Mabel. Just I know. stuck there. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, she could slide out of it, but like that's like a little humper thing. She uh, She's I stuck know. there for a good 15 minutes. Yeah. Uh, I would like to learn uh, my new spell from my new friend. So I will take time to do that. All right. Cool. Um, I, yes, I would like to read the book. Okay. Um, through some experimentation, you find that um, basically what you can do is continue to read the book until um, you start to feel those fatiguing um, experiences. Mm -hmm. And then like you can basically stop before you start to feel the effects of that. Yeah. Um, and then as days go on, you are able to um, basically like read yourself into the first level of exhaustion and then sleep it off. And then yeah. the next day, you know, read yourself into the first level of exhaustion. Um, I would at some point like to um, get uh, Irina. And Another option that's available to you. I'm sorry. Another option that's available to you is having other people read the book as well. She would be okay with that as long as she was like, I don't know. I think I think I think Selma's the kind of person that's like, no, I need to read it to gather all of the information possible, and I can just like you know do the thing. So uh, I can see her being possessive over knowledge. Yeah, but not like I I need to know everything, and you guys can't know anything. More like <laughs> I, I need I need to know it very well, so that you guys can know it well enough. Um, I, I think she needs to read the. Uh... The, the original transcript, the, yeah. what, what is it called um, in research? The first, um, first, ed first edition, um, I, I'll remember. The it. unpublished uh, Tolkien 
unpublished versions the of the Lord of the Rings before. Yeah. Uh, anyways, uh, she would like to uh, use Knights magic magic circle for on um, on Irina. Okay. To see if that helps her, like if she feels any uh, anything lift from her. Give me an Arcana check. Sixteen. Okay. Um, she feels nothing, and you are able to conclude that whatever is plaguing her is coming from within. Okay. There is no way that any outside influence should have been able to penetrate that circle. Whatever is wrong with her okay. is in her. All right. Um, yeah. Uh, so probably do some more. Uh, subtle romancing with Maybelle as much as she can. Uh, I think at some point she will ask her about the ring. Just uh, a casual, I, I see you're not wearing uh, that the, your ring anymore. Do you, did you, did you lose it or? Um. Oh, um, I, I didn't know whether or not that was a part of the dream. Uh, and she will produce it from her apron pocket. Um, and say, I suppose I still do have it. All right. Uh, it's, it's, it's just, I, I hope, I would hope that you just don't lose it as all. Of course, Miss Silmi. Yeah. You, you can just call me Silmi. Oh, um, okay. If, if that's comfortable for you. Right. Yes. Um, uh, that the ring was i don't know if i explained it it was a gift so from from me not just so you know where it came from of course uh, sell me i'm just i'm still a bit confused do you want me to help you with any of it did you need a refill on your tea I'm perfectly fine, thank you. All right, well, um, I'm going to go check on the others. All right. Swirls the tea Steps in her cup. One step back. Yep. Uh, okay. So um, we have several days of downtime? Yes. I yes, this would is... have gone to Kresk to visit the Abbot and the Bellevues. Okay. Um, when you do so, um, you find that um, the burgomaster's son um, is no longer laughing with joy. He is um, laughing and frowning at the same time. It's like he can't control when he laughs and he doesn't necessarily want to anymore. Oh, good. And this has sort of put a wedge between him and the rest of the community. Likewise, the community of Kresk is quite terrified. Um, they saw the pillars of smoke coming from Valaki and uh, Barovia, and basically they hold up in their, um, their city, their, their little hamlet, more than ever. And um, now they are even beginning to report 
seeing things inside the town and they aren't even leaving their houses good i will show up as a survivor cool you are also a lot scarier than you were before oh yeah um, for sure so you are met with a lot of uh like shutters being pulled shut uh like mothers pulling their children close and like bustling back into the back into buildings and such that's fine i'm gonna go by the good statue and give it a hug again it felt nice the first time i'll do it again <laughs> cool uh and then yeah i'll make my way to the abbey okay um before you make it to the abbey um the burgomaster will explain to you that he has seen uh something in the town the previous night um just kind of slinking around and it disturbed a lot of people um he has been trying to like keep them kind of in the dark but he explains that it had a lot of similar characteristics related to you i get it and they managed to like lock it up in a cellar oh no 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 before going to the abbot going to go and investigate the cellar one okay like i will go with the burgomaster to see this Mm -hmm. these people are and, my friends yeah he he will basically stand there and allow you to go down into the cellar and of course you find clovis down there buddy it's good to see you clovis i i i know what you're thinking i know i know um what the hey am i doing uh, down in the town during the day. Yes. You, I'm assuming, were caught slinking around looking I... for ways to make Vasilka the most perfect woman she can be. Oh, no, 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 no. That's not my job. No, I don't do that. Then what were you doing down in town? Well, <laughs> I was thinking, you know, um, it's been a while since I've had a jam sesh and... You know, I thought if people are okay with you moving around, then, you know, I'm a pretty good looking guy. I was hoping if uh, they heard my veal first, then maybe they wouldn't mind the uh, crab claw so much. Clovis, what song were you playing? Um, he he kind of lights up at the opportunity and he starts playing a little ditty. Um, and it, it's pleasant enough. Honestly, that's not that bad. I thought it was going to be much scarier, but overall, honestly, great work. I met one of your friends, uh, a fellow by the name of Flint Wolf, said that you were very talented and he misses you. Okay. I never heard of Flint Wolf before, the but hermit. uh Oh, you met that guy! Yes. Oh, he's a he's a yeah, he's a swell dude. He's a swell dude. I kinda share I, I I share wine with him every now and then. He's not supposed to have it. 
that's fine. Now, uh, and you can tell that he's like pretty rosy in the cheeks. Uh, evidently, he's just been passing the time draining his bottle. How about this? How about we go together through the town so that way people know that you're with me? Oh, uh, no, I don't. I don't think that's such a good idea. Then let's just go back to the abbey. Yeah. I'm sure the abbot is worried, and I'm sure. How long have you been in here? Oh, just just tonight. I'm sure that our siblings are awful hungry. Yeah. I've been I've been feeding them all, even the ones I don't like. Are you sure? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've been good. All right. Now, if what you tell me is true, I will give you ten electrum pieces. Shoot. But if I hear from any one of our brothers and sisters that you have not been feeding them, then you get nothing. That sounds fair. All right. So let's get you uh, out of he here. Goes to take a pull from his wine. Uh, bottle, but it's empty. He just kind of looks at it sadly and tosses it off to the side. And uh, he goes, uh, walks back up to the abbey with you. Um, and whilst he does so, um, he kind of pontificates sadly about how um, like the reason why they all have animal limbs is because, you know, like they came to Barovia as lepers. They came to the abbot as lepers and he was able to heal them but he couldn't give them their limbs back. So, you know, he summoned limbs for them. And now he's kind of, he's, he's a little bit perturbed by the idea that um, now suddenly it's okay to take other people's bodies and, you know, put together a, you know, a, a whole new person. He's like, why couldn't they do that for us? You know, the whole point of getting these things back is so that, we could be with people again. And be with people you shall. They might not see us as heroes yet. But there's something in the works, something that all of my siblings could possibly help me out with. I don't even need to be seen as a hero. I just want to be seen as a handsome guy with a veal. And you know what, Clovis? You're not just a handsome guy with a veal. You're a handsome guy with a veal who's actually on key. <laughs> uh, he brightens at that. Uh, what do you do at the Abbey? I just... I help feed all of the Bellevues and let them know I am still alive. I go to the abbot and let them know okay. that I survived. Right. And I'm still alive and I don't make any sort of mention about like, oh, by the way, I cured a vampire of being hungry. Okay. I'm not bringing up any of those things. But it's right. more just like, hey... I said I would be, I said I would return. I've done it. Yay me. Okay. The abbot is happy to see you again. He kind of wonders where Irina is. Oh, um 
she is under careful watch at the moment. That's good. That's very good. And then... Any, any luck on finding that book? No, no, we did end up finding the hermit. And apparently, the hermit lost the book. I was very remor- I was very upset about the whole thing. But well, honestly, like, upon meeting the guy, make a deception check. Yes. Okay. Hey, hey, not bad, me. An eighteen. Nice. Good job. <clears throat> oh, well, that's a shame. It it really is, honestly. I- I did hope that she would get a chance to read that book. What was in it? You said that I would understand if I've read it, but if it's lost forever, then that's... What... What was it that you took from it? You know what, Kefris? I believe you deserve the truth. Of course, uh, we try and not keep secrets. Um, and he will go and shut the door um, and turn around and take a seat. Um, on the other side of you and we are going to pick this up again next week <sighs> unless speedy did you have anything you needed to do kind of yeah okay hit me uh he's gonna replace his crossbow uh <laughs> take some time travel back to the wolf den mm-hmm. kind of start learning their ways see what he can do to just start a climbing up the ranks to be pack leader. Okay. He made a promise to his dad. All right. Can I just say I have snuck uh, Speedy's father uh, about 150 maybe $200, 200 electrum <laughs> worth of, of electrum for food and stuff for all the freaking kids that are around now. Okay. Cool. That's good. That's that's wonderful. Thank you. <laughs> well, thank you. Um, that's that's great. Um, I will during this week's break. I will get back to Silmi with a little bit more information that she gleans from the tome, including Strahd's entire spell book. Oh. Oh yeah. Okay. That's fine. Oh my god. Bartholomew meets up with Skenis and like he drops his pack on the floor and he's tightening his bracers and he just goes, so who do I have to fuck up to become in charge around here? <laughs> yeah. I, I think that that's like the best line to leave off on. Oh, yeah. uh, but I will, I will say um, just for cool factor, um, Skenis is very, Skenis is a natural born werewolf. Um, but he is very curious about, um, human things, hence his little pan flute. Um, and he tends to tinker with things as well. 
so he can be the one to fix your crossbow if you like. Did you know I'm also proficient in pan flute? Jam session. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Poor Clovis all by himself. <laughs> Careless whisper plays out of the werewolf den this evening. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> All right. So with that, I would like to say thank you, Danae, for running such an excellent and spoopy game. Thank you to all of these players for putting up with the week's worth of bullshit. Hey, Danae, where can we find you? What do you do? Oh, hey, everybody. My name is Danae Keener. You can find me at DanaeKeener.com. I do nerdy drawings, mostly related to D and a lot of stuff on this channel. You can also find me here on Mondays during our homebrew game, playing Coriander the Eldrin Paladin, or on Tuesdays running Curse of Strahd. Uh, we are starting to get towards towards the end, you guys. Um, uh, I, I don't know how much longer this is going to go for, but I'm thinking... I At the very least, three or four more sessions um but you know knowing us we're gonna we're gonna drag that back out um but yeah you can find me at denakeener.com hey everybody i'm rj here on the channel but you can catch me at rjsus282 on twitter and twitch where i tweet about the nerdy things in my life and stream occasionally uh, you can catch me here on monday as caleb the shatterclyde cleric wizard and our homebrew campaign things are getting spoopy i'm i'm becoming like my uncle kefris you can catch me here also, all the time. I am here, of course, as Bartholomew on Tuesdays. Um, werewolf, human, ranger, blood hunter, something. Hey, Pro Restart channel on Sunday, 8.30 EST with the lovely LB Hack'em Up where we play a game called Phase. It's run on the Cypher system. I had internet issues last week. Let's hope it stays good this week. Denaykeener.com. And I'm LB Hackemup. You can find me at LB Hackemup on Twitter and Twitch. I don't stream, but you might see me there. Uh, you can find me here Mondays and Tuesdays. Monday, I play the half uh, halfling barbarian fighter Gwen. Tuesdays, I play the uh, <laughs> I play the lovely Silmi, the wizard with a minor in cleric. I'll say that. Um, and uh, and then on Sundays this week, we are playing Monster of the Week at 4 o'clock uh, Eastern Standard Time. And we are uh, on this week. And then afterwards, I'll be playing with RJ uh, during the Cypher system. So see us on Pro's channel, com. And hello. If you've made it this far, you probably already know who I am. But if you don't, hey, fella, what's up? It's me, your buddy, your pal, your friend, the Indoor Adventurer, the showrunner here at twitch.tv slash Indoor Adventures. We do this show Monday, Tuesday, and Thursdays at 5.30 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, where we have our homebrew game, our Christmas draw game, as well as our Acquisitions Incorporated Fueled Ghosts of Saltmarsh game. If any of those sound uh, particularly interesting, feel free to drop on by or check out youtube.com slash indoor adventures as that is where all of our VODs are located. But right now we are going to be heading into our Patreon supported after show called Knights in the Courtyard, where we answer questions not only from the community, but also from each other. So if you guys had any questions, feel free to either have linked them in the chat of this here Twitch, or possibly check us out on Discord, drop them in the questions for the courts chat, and we will do our best to answer them. So until then, I would like to say, 
Thank you all so much again for joining us this week, and we will see you guys next time. All right, everybody. Bye-bye!